Welcome, welcome, everybody. Welcome, man. I don't know if y'all noticed this or not, but in the last episode, the previous episode, episode 52, um, there was no ad. Yeah, there was no anchor ad on that. <laughs> Nigga, even anchor got tired of me now. <laughs> oh, man, I didn't even do anything this time. <laughs> Yes, I did. Oh, man, I need to check iHeartRadio and see if the show's still on there or whatever like that. Because apparently Anchor the guy tied me and Anchor the shadow banned my ass. I don't know. I, I, I don't understand why. I don't know what the hell going on. But apparently Anchor is very upset with me. And I don't, I personally don't understand why. Uh, but um, see, that just goes to show that. That just goes to show that. I don't. Like, I do these things in my free time. Like, I do this stuff for free. So, like, the little bit of money that I did get from Anchor, it ain't much of anything, in all honesty. It's really not. Um, I wish I could pull it up right now and see in the midst of this recording, but uh, either way. Yeah, it ain't much. But um, Anchor took me off. <laughs> oh, man, now I got to figure out something. I don't know if I want to put my cash app on here like that because I don't know if people really going to donate to my cash app and shit, so I ain't about to put my cash app up here and stuff, but hey, either way, look, y'all, we going to get <laughs> Anchor, y'all ain't shit, Anchor, y'all ain't shit. Oh, man, okay, look, we going to get on with the show. <laughs> oh, man, my broke ass, we going to get on with the show, y'all. I got two things we going to talk about today. <laughs> oh, man, let's get it. Yeah. Turn my headphones up. No, not the right one, the left one. Alright. Y'all say you F R E E fuck nigga free. Bitch you lying. We know you out here selling pussy. We know you got four or five niggas that you be fucking, along with them two and three warrants that you ducking. Oh we do. We all know she a whole thot. Walking around this bitch, swear to God that she hot. Body count higher than an ozone layer. Forty dollars, two twenties. Man, you gotta pay her. Man, please go get your teeth fixed. Dentist, thinking you a dime out here with them broke chicks. It's hot girl summer. That's a fucking lie. She got four kids by game banging guys. They the ops. Here's the fucking truth. Nigga shoulda off you like he was Ray Carew. Look at her. I don't want her. Thinking she a hottie. Baby daddy out here just collecting bodies. Get a fucking job or something. Find a fucking man or something. Get a fucking job or something. Find a fucking man or something. C-O-O-K, can you even cook? Worried about niggas while you looking how you look. Them lashes, they long. Look like caterpillars. Looking like long ass antenna fillers. Them BBLC, nope. Think I can't tell? Think you looking good until that gut fell. Look at her. I know she straight drove. Hearing me rap, this shit just hit home. I'm the Prince of Petty. I'm the fucking G. Nope, I have a show called Black Hypocrisy. And when I speak, I'm good at what I do. You just better hope that the shoe don't fit you. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> ah, I can't think of nothing else. Man, I'll make a terrible rapper. But this is the Black Hypocrisy Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, the Prince of Petty. And we are about to get into this thing. 
and I need this to be over with as soon as possible to save myself further embarrassment. y'all let's go on and get this party started baby yeah okay so these shirts need to be raised better i have a story here um of a man a white man a white teacher man getting pepper sprayed for taking a young black teen girl's cell phone yes you heard me right the teacher a white man was pepper sprayed by a student, a black girl. Now, what started is just a video. It has since went viral. And I seem to have been able to find a couple articles with some details y'all may not know. Let's go to that article. It says here, Metro Nashville Public Schools said a student has received appropriate disciplinary consequences after they allegedly pepper sprayed a teacher on school grounds. Yeah. MNPS, that's Metro Nashville Public Schools, MNPS, said the pepper spray incident happened on Friday at Antioch High School. After the pepper spray incident, the teacher received immediate medical assistance from the school nurse. An incident report was filed with the Metro Nashville Police Department. Though the school's um, SRO is being contacted for a further investigation. Now I have questions. What was she doing to make him have to take her phone? Put a pin in that. Also, why does she even have pepper spray to begin with? Now that question, I can actually answer. Because she's a ratchet, violent ass teenager being raised by an ain't shit bitch of a mom. Thus feeling the need to carry some form of defense measures. Boom. Drop my mic. Y'all used to see it in school. We've all seen it. The loudest and most violent bitches are the ones who most likely able to pull out pepper spray or blade. Stop me when I told a lie. And my thing is this. No one stopped her. She was able to spray that man, not once, but twice. No one grabbed her. No one hemmed her up. If that was a teenage boy, he would have been body slammed immediately. He would have been stopped. If that was a boy and this was a female teacher, it wouldn't have gotten into the hallway like it did. These girls raised by this particular group of women do things like this because they know they're untouchable. They know the average man wouldn't reach out and touch their ass. They know they won't get their asses beat like that female substitute teacher did that other girl reached out and touched her fucking soul. That substitute teacher made that whole see the light.
and her little ass deserved every punch. Take that pen out. What was she doing when she got her phone taken? Let's go to the New York Post article. It says, the disobedient student had been texting and Googling answers for her schoolwork. According to Reddit user Lazy Mouse 3803 the person who originally shared the now viral clip. So that was a comment on Reddit from the person who shared the video. Lazy Mouse 3803 whoever that person is, thank you. Because you gave a lot of context with just that one that just that one statement. She was texting and googling answers in class. Of course she was going to get her phone taken. But it continues. The video ends with the pepper spray teacher coughing. According to the video's poster, Lazy Mouse 3803, this was the second time the teacher has been assaulted by a student. Because two months earlier, the same teacher, the white man that y'all saw in the video, he was punched in the face after taking a different student's phone when they were caught cheating in class. Ladies and gentlemen, blessings to God that I'm not a teacher. It couldn't be me. I'll fuck your kid up with a smile on my face and no remorse. She was Googling answers, so he snagged the phone as well he should have. Now, if it, now if it was me, the first time she sprayed me in the classroom, I would have tossed the phone out the window. Go get it, bitch. Then the second time, if she would have sprayed me in the hallway like she did that man the second time, I would have just slammed her phone screen first on the floor. Pick it up and fix it, bitch, while I go wash my face. Fuck out of here. Now, the first article said she was getting appropriate disciplinary consequences. What is that? Expulsion? Some jail time in juvie? She gonna be sued by the teacher? What's it gonna be? Because if she can't act right in class and doing shit like that to teachers, she's a detriment to the public and the and, and other parents shouldn't want their kids around her in a learning environment. Stop me when I told a lie or said something jacked up. I wouldn't want her around my damn kids. Enough for something like this to happen. Nope, I pass. No one stopped her or did anything until the backlash started. The world does these women nothing. It's pretty much expected at this point. You see a black woman, she's probably going to do something stupid. Bringing that black, uh, that black girl back up who, was, um, who tried to fight the, the substitute teacher and that teacher gave her ass them hands. Everybody was up in arms. Oh, that's a kid. You supposed to be grown. You was just a substitute teacher. To the point to where this woman is now facing charges. What about this one? Men get no grace. That man got no sympathy from society. He shouldn't have touched that girl phone. She was just using her phone in class and he took it. Bruh, we're damned if we do. We're damned if we don't. And that's just what it is. It's some bullshit. That's just what it is. That's it for that one, y'all. 
Now, we're going to take a break and I'll be back real quick. But this last one, man, this last one going to be kicks. Oh, yeah, this last one going to be kicks. I'll be back. Terminator is out there. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop ever until you are dead. Yeah, fuck that break. I put that Terminator soundbite there for a reason. Because I have this one little story here. And I'm going to be real quick with it. And the story, it makes my blood boil. It really does. Listen to this. Information for you tonight about a woman who was shot multiple times outside of a convenience store in Fayetteville. We now know that woman was pregnant and lost her unborn child. WRL's Fayetteville reporter Gilbert Bays talked to her about what happened. Well, this was breaking news when we reported it on Monday. Sky 5 flew over the Cumberland Food Mart as this was unfolding. Now, we were originally told that the victim was shot three or four times, but I talked with Brittany Rich this morning. She said she was shot seven times. She was pregnant, and one of the bullets went into her stomach. 25-year-old Brittany Rich says she had no idea the three men standing near the ice machine outside the Cumberland Food Mart were up to no good. That's her silver 2010 Dodge Avenger outside the store. Security camera video shows Rich leaving the store, and then the confrontation begins. The guy said, give me that and grab my keys. And that's when I thought he was playing because he was young. I was like, what? And then I went at, like, to reach after him, and he shot me. Rich says he was shot several times. It all happened so fast. Um, he shot me the first time. Actually, I think I was shot, like, two or three times before I really realized that he had a gun. I looked at him, and he had a gun in his hand. But I heard it, and I felt it, but I was in shock. After being shot, you see her stumble around the car for protection, then go back inside the store for help. When I got in the store, I realized I was bleeding out, and I lay down. And everybody was standing around me, and nobody was really helping. Meanwhile, the suspects couldn't get the car started. Rich says you have to know how to jiggle the keys just right to make it work. So you see them jump from the vehicle and flee on foot. Rich was taken to the hospital where they told her she was shot twice in the elbow. She says she can't feel her arm. She was also shot in her thigh, lower back, and stomach. She says she was four months pregnant and lost her unborn child. I had um, stomach surgery. I got 13 staples in my stomach. They took the bullets out. Now authorities are relying on footage from that security camera to try to identify a suspect. If you know anything about this, get in touch with Fable Police. In Fayetteville, Gilbert Bays, WREL News. I've never been in a situation like that. I didn't see the entirety of the video, but not one person running over to comfort that woman through all of that. And what a horrendous situation. Yep, you heard that right. A pregnant woman shot seven times. Ladies and gentlemen, this happened two months ago at the time of this recording. This pregnant white lady lost her unborn child over some niggatry. Niggas being niggas. Why wasn't this national news? I'll tell you. Selective outrage. If this was a pregnant black woman being jumped on by two or three white boys and shot and she lost a baby, it'll be world news with minute by minute coverage. Am I lying? But because we got a white woman 
only wanting to stop at the store. Something like this happens to her. Now, there's two things I want to touch on. First off, see me? I don't go to stores where there's a bunch of Negroes hanging out outside. I don't. I keep it moving. Don't pass go. Don't collect $200. I keep it going. Call me racist. Whatever you want. I, I, I just don't trust groups of niggas. I just don't. My head is on a swivel at all times. Whenever blacks are around. That's just what it is with me. And second, I told y'all in the previous episode, blacks make new groups of racists every day. Who's to say this white woman would be wrong to avoid stores that blacks frequent? Who would say she's wrong for avoiding blacks? How would she be wrong now? She has dealt with a massive load of trauma that was instigated upon her by Negroes. It's crazy to me. Blacks create new races every day. They couldn't even start the damn car. I mean, what sense did that make? None. So whenever they catch them, their lives have been has gone down the drain for a car they couldn't even start. And then in the video, no one even helped the woman. Working men, they had their little highlighter vests on. Working men on break or whatever. They seen this lady run back into the store, laid on the floor, bleeding out. None of them, none of them black men in that store helped this woman. Look the story up for yourself and see the video. Nobody helped that woman. It's sad. It's sad from the perspective of the Negroes robbing her to the niggas in the store being pieces of shit. I'm telling y'all, if whites started eliminating you motherfuckers willy nilly, I'm joining their side. Because some of our people, some of our black community just fucking suck ass. The culture of mind your business is prominent in our community. And it's only until you're the one needing the help. Or oh, it's mind your business until it's brought to your doorstep. And that's some shit that I've preached for years. Snitches get stitches. Oh, okay. You snitches get stitches until your son gets killed. Snitches get stitches until your daughter gets raped. If you see something, say something. If you can help, help. If you know who committed a crime, you're not a snitch. You're a witness. There's a difference. And the fact that these men did not help this woman, it scares the shit out of me. This woman ran back in the store and, and, and began to lie on the floor of the store, literally just bleeding out. No one tried to come apply pressure. No one tried to come and put her head on their lap or anything. No one tried to 
No one tried to to use their shirt to to stop the bleed. Nothing. They they looked at this woman. That was it. Until the police showed up. Find the video for yourself. It's freaking nuts. Sometimes, sometimes, I hate black people. I do. And that's coming from a fellow black person. Some of you motherfuckers, I can't stand. That video was disgusting. That news report was disgusting. And that white lady seemed surprised that nobody helped her. Ma'am, I could tell you now firsthand, I wasn't shocked nobody helped you. I wasn't. I wasn't shocked at all in the slightest. I actually would have been more shocked if one of those Negroes would have helped you. I would have been more shocked if they did. But now, let's take that break. And I'll be right back. Sides of ten, you must have put something up in your juice. Besides. 
We are back getting ready to close it out. For those of you who don't know, that was book one by Tommy Sotomayor. You can download that on his website at tjkoc.com. That was Tommy Sotomayor, book one. Now, you know, I got to go off on someone or something every episode. Today's victim, I mean, oh God, today's person <laughs> will be Ebony K. Williams. Y'all can look her up because I have absolutely no idea who this woman is until today. The blackest name you can come up with. Ebony and Williams. Boy, I hate to know what that K stands for. I really would. Let's go down that rabbit hole because I'm childish. Let's look it up. Okay, says here she was raised by a single mother. Saying what she said and the reason she made it to my podcast. Ha! Figures. Oh, God. She's a year younger than me. I was born September 1987. She was born September 9th, 1988. Oh, Jesus Christ. So she's a Virgo. Ew. I think female Virgo should be erased from existence. <laughs> If you if you're a female listening to this and you're a Virgo, nothing personal. I just dated a few of y'all in the past. And think y'all suck. Female Virgos suck. And female Aries. Nah, just wipe them all out. Screw it. <laughs> okay, here it is. Oh, ooh, wow. I swear I can't make this up. Ebony K. Williams. Ebony Kahuna. 
Kiuna Williams, K-I-U-H-N-N-A. What the hell is that? What kind of name is that? Is this bitch part Samoan? The fuck? Well, either way, that was funny. <laughs> Ebony Kahuna will I don't I can't pronounce that. I can't. I really can't. K I U H N N A. That's that's what I found. Looking look at her information up. That's what I found. That's what I got. <laughs> oh man, moving on, moving on. Now I'm gonna play what she said. It's an audio clip. With her response to the backlash she's been getting recently. So this audio clip is after what she said. But within that clip, it also cuts into what she said in the terms of what she's responding to in regards of the backlash. So with that said, let's hear this tomfoolery. Dr. Ayanla went in a different direction. She asked me a personal question. And y'all know I have been extremely transparent about the fact that my life choices and my chosen lifestyle are far outside of the norm. So when I said that I would date the bus owner, a lot of y'all heard something different. Some of you heard the following. Bus drivers are whack. Bus drivers are broke. Oh, and I'm too good for a bus driver. The only thing is, y'all made that part up. See, I said what I said. Would you date a bus driver? You. Would you date If a he bus? owns the bus. If he owns no. it. If he owns the bus. See, that's a problem. That's a problem. But then some of y'all started talking about salaries and hourly wages, pensions and benefits. And that's wild because I was never talking about money at all. I was talking about black ownership. But some of y'all made it about money. Now, I suspect that some of y'all are the same men that were bringing home C's and D's on your report cards, only to then be coddled by parents that said, well, that's okay, as long as you're doing your best. No, I will not create a soft place for you or anybody that I love to fall comfortably into the bigotry of low expectations. So I'm going to say one more time, there's absolutely nothing wrong with driving a bus. My mother Gloria drove one for years. But could it be that black America has been sold a narrative of average, regular, and typical being good enough for us? Hmm. Well, see, that's called white supremacy. And in this case, it takes the form of conditioning black Americans to happily accept being a permanent American underclass. No, average is not and will never be good enough for me. And the gag is, I don't think it's good enough for you either would you date a bus driver you would you date if a he bus? owns the bus if he owns no. it if he owns the bus See, that's no that's a problem now y'all heard the clip saying what she said and and she said we're adding to it making junk up but when she answered the question her face said it all her face when she was asked, would you date a bus driver? Her reaction, her facial expressions, her body language, it said it all. Yes, I was paying attention to all of that. That's why I'm the Prince of Petty. It said everything I needed to know. Drop my beat. Yes, I paid attention to all of that. 
her response, her body language, her facial expressions. It said everything. Bitch, do you think a man working at a bus driver is beneath you? Because that's how it came off. She looked disgusted answering that question. Like her face was just saying, bitch, how dare you? A bus driver? Yuck. That's how she looked. She had that stereotypical angry black woman face. Like, mm-hmm. Y'all know the face I'm talking about. That face. That disrespectful face your woman make when you want to just slap the bejesus out of her. That face. She said she wasn't talking about money. She was talking about black ownership. Her words, not mine. Okay, cool. I have a question. What's the difference between that black man owning the bus company versus that black man driving the bus? It's two things. First off, skill. That owner may not have went through the waters of obtaining a CDL or let alone the credentials to be able to drive and or operate that bus. I can't tell you how many trucking companies I worked for where the manager can't drive a 10 speed manual 18 wheeler. The manager, let alone the owner. But the second thing separating the two, ding, 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 money. Ma'am, you spoke on the grounds of someone driving a bus getting paid 20 some odd dollars an hour is beneath you. Or that's how it came out. Then she backtracks to make it about being pro-black. Why? She said being average and mediocre is a form of white supremacy. Man, get the fuck out of here. Not once during my 17 to 18 years of working have I thought I was a slave to the white man. Not once. Because I'm smart enough to acknowledge that everyone can't be a CEO. It's the nation that was, if the nation was full of CEOs, hear me out. If the nation was full of C CEOs, who would actually be the ones doing the work to keep the nation functioning? Everyday people like you and me. I mean, it's simple. It's simple. She said average and mediocre isn't good enough for her. It shouldn't be good enough for you. Well, I'm an average nigga. I'm not rich. Not by a long shot. I'm not the type of dude to come online and build up a life I don't in fact live. But according to her words, I'm a victim of white supremacy. I bought home C's and D's and my mom and dad comforted me and told me I did my best. Note my sarcasm. When the whole time, I just wasn't all that fucking intelligent. Nigga, I'm mentally retarded when it comes to math. You put some planetary shit in front of me, some galactic stuff. You put some biology in front of me, I'll make your head spin. If you give me an English lesson because I know how to speak, I'll blow your mind. But oh my God, if you put a math problem in front of me, I'll have a nervous breakdown. If I had to solve, I don't know, 12 times F, plus four and you put a gun to my head I would pull the trigger for you but that's how she spun it 
She wanted it to look like she support black ownership. When that wasn't the case at all. Not even close. Even talking about people grades and shit. I mean, what did that have to do with anything? Say you're a gold digger without saying you're a gold digger. Ma'am, just say me you're a gold digger. That's all you got to do. You only want to date the men who can afford to date you. It's a financial preference. Nothing wrong with that. Your lifestyle is your lifestyle. I want black ownership just like the next person. But I'm intelligent enough to know the nation literally cannot function if all we have are CEOs. We need those hourly people. Literally. Think about it. If you own Verizon Wireless, you're going to go out and deliver cell phones and give and give usage and all that shit to the entire nation. No, it's impossible. You're going to hire people to do it for you. And just because that person is hourly or wears a uniform doesn't make them a second class citizen. For those of you who may not know. I live in the second poorest state in the nation, Louisiana, where the average person per person yearly income is upwards of 30,000 as of 2021. Me being 12 some odd years into my profession, I personally make damn near double that. But I'm just an average guy in the eyes of most or to women like Ebony K. According to her, I dabble in mediocrity. Let her tell it. As of April 2023, to be considered upper class in the state of Louisiana, my state, you would have to be among the average in the state making over 43000 a year. That's just over $20 an hour. Again, blue collar guys like me make more than that. You see, what Ebony K failed to realize is that blue collar individuals literally and figuratively make this world move using myself for example i'm a truck driver i've been driving 18 wheelers pulling 53 and 57 foot trailers for almost 12 or so years without us doing what it is we do you all would die and I mean every word of that sentence. It was so nice, I'm going to say it twice. Without us, the truck drivers, doing what it is we do, you all across the nation of the United States would die. You would have nothing. No essentials, no food, no clothes, no shoes, no homes, no cars. Everything in your life came from someone like me hauling it to a place of where you can purchase it so the people working at that place can get paid and feed their own families. Without us, you would die. That is an undeniable fact. Your PS5 was on the back of at least three different trucks before it got to your living room. Your car didn't just drive to the dealership before you bought it on its own. Food is bought from farms to factories to production sites to distri um, um, distribution centers. Then it gets to the store for you. The materials needed to build your homes came off a truck at, at some point from some type of facility. 
the toilet paper you wipe your ass with, the towels and soap you bathe with, the air fryer you gloat about, the Jordans y'all dumbasses wait in line for. All that shit comes off ships to the port to a truck or from whatever litany of places to a truck to a store near you. You're welcome. But women like Ebony K wouldn't date men like me. I'm 6'2", 200 pounds, solid build. I'm not her type because I don't own shit. Remember, she said if the guy owned the bus, because I don't own the truck, I'll be looked over. Baby, understand something. I've been there, done that. And I'm not one to want to do it again. Owning a truck comes with more headaches than being a brain surgeon. If he owned that bus, baby, if every black woman thought like this chick, men like me would be looked over day in and day out. That average hardworking man would be looked over. She said we aren't in a position to protect or provide. We don't have the income nor the resources. Bitch, what? I just proved to you I make more than the state average. I'm in the higher echelon of earners in the state of Louisiana. On top of that, wouldn't you have to know a person before you say they can't protect you? A gun ain't shit to maintain. Training oneself in combat isn't hard. What kind of protection does she even want at that point? What's wrong with being a working class man? What's wrong with that? See, women like Ebony K, women like Stacey Dash, and, and, and women who think like them, won't y'all just go, divest, get y'all a high value white man, a high value white man who comes complete with Taekwondo or Judo and leave us alone. Miss Ebony K, are you aware there are chefs who make more than doctors? Are you aware that there's plumbers who make more than lawyers? Y'all don't hear me. You have truck drivers who make more than contractors. What's wrong with being a hardworking man? Why do so many of our women believe that shit from men should be handed to them on a silver platter after not being raised by a father, after being ran through by the hood, after having a kid or two? You have your litany of mistakes as a woman, but look for protection. Uh, I'm sorry, perfection. From him. You have your mistakes, but yet you look for um, perfection from men. Nowadays, the audacity must be on clearance. Audacity must be like booty holes nowadays because everybody seems to have it. Let me tell you something, Ebony K. Williams, Ebony Kahuna Williams, Ebony Kuhan Williams, whatever the hell your middle name is. You're a lawyer. Cool. You got your degrees, you making your bank. No hating over here. But understand something. That bus driver you will pass up or any blue collar individual you pass up. They make this world go round. They make the nation function. Doing the jobs you and most people can't. Look at the pandemic. When grocery stores and restaurants were closed. Who made sure you ate? McDonald's, Popeye's, KFC, and so on. Those people went to work so we can eat. How do you think they got that fast food to cook for you to eat? 
They got it from niggas like me and other truck drivers out here working, earning a living wage and helping the nation function. When restaurants started opening again, where do you think they got that food from? Cisco, U.S. Foods, Imperial. We all worked so you all can live. And to this day, we got shit for it. For my southern people, when that hurricane hit, the first place open was a diner or some fast food spot. Again, workers working so you can live. No power. Gotta charge your phones in the car or charge your phone at work. Some people lost their homes and they needed every dime they made. But we showed up because without us, the nation would fall. Y'all better not listen to this bitch. And y'all better not listen to nobody who thinks like her. Get you a hardworking man. A man who literally contributes to society. If you understand how the economy works, you won't be upset that that man is always at work and trying to get that bread. Don't be stuck up like this delusional broad. Because who's to say you're worth someone of that higher value? <laughs> Sit on that. I'm out.